is the Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Monday, June 13th, 2016, and I'm improvising this week on the podcast with Lee Benzequin, which was a really uh, great time. I, I was looking forward to it, and I had a blast, and uh, the next couple podcasts will uh, sort of be from those sessions with he and then uh, a buddy and teammate of his, uh, Matthew Tucker, the, uh, who I love to watch play, and I love to watch the two of them play, so that's sort of what's on the docket coming up, uh, but we both sort of uh, wanted to pick each other's brains for our individual projects, so it was a serendipitous uh, opportunity for us to get together and play, uh, which was a, a really good time. I kind of feel like uh, we, we started we started playing, and he kind of saved my bacon out of the gate, and had <laughs> we had a really fun scene after that, and... Um, he is the curator for uh, an online improvisational magazine called The Handbook, which, of course, I'm a, a fan of any kind of continued scholarship of this stuff. So, uh, so we... Uh, he, for, a, for a future piece, uh, he wanted to talk to me for a bit of things, and of course I was, you know, immediately took advantage of him uh, to <laughs> pull him into a, into a session and record with him. So that was a great time. Hopefully you'll enjoy listening to the two of us uh, improvise together. If you've got a suggestion for myself and a guest to uh, improvise to you in the future, please send along to the email address at prometheanscience at gmail.com That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N science at gmail com with the subject line suggestion and whatever you'd care for that suggestion to be in the body of the email. If you've got any other kind of correspondence, please send along to that same email address and at some point, I promise I will get back to you. I certainly have not been anywhere near fast lately. Um, as for something that I've enjoyed lately, uh, I randomly started to watch a, an Australian comedy called Strange Calls on Netflix just as something I was like, oh, this looks like something I could have in the background while I read. And I really, really enjoyed it. It's sort of a, a, a like a... <laughs> Kind of a strange, low-rent, X-Files kind of thing, um, but uh, it's it's really brief, six episodes, half an hour each. Uh, I found it very charming, very funny, good times. So, you know, if you've got Netflix and a few spare moments, it's worth a look. Uh, but in any case, here is Ali Benzequin and I improvising to a suggestion from Madeline, and that suggestion was Morbid. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, sick. <laughs> sick. Oh, God, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I can't fully open my mouth. No, don't. Because if you open your mouth, you'll breathe I'll it pop. through your mouth. Oh, or it'll pop. Yeah. You, you'll breathe it through your mouth and you know it. Yeah. You know, we're getting it nose. Yeah. But we might get it mouth, too. Can we get it out, off? Can we... What? This zip? This big old zip? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, well, we got to, right? I biked all the way to your house. Yeah, I know. Because I made promises. Yeah. I, okay, great. Okay, well, then let's do it. We'll figure it out a way, okay? Just, like, um, slow it Just slow it down. I can't. Are you high? Okay. I'm a little high. Alex. Oh, God. Yeah. I, uh, Alex, I have a date. I have a date tonight. No, I know. That you could help. Yeah, I can't help. I absolutely can help. I took a Viking in. What I the just. F- what does that do? Uh, I don't know. I'm feeling very loose, you know, like very, very loose. Well, I can't I take a bike in. I gotta fix this thing, and then I gotta go yeah. out and I gotta no. go dance. I, oh wow! Yes, yeah, so we gotta get that thing taken care of right now. 
It was sick. If that thing was bouncing up and down on the dance floor, oh, it's sick. Shut up. Oh god. Oh man. I I drank a beer too. So a beer um, and a Vicodin. Yeah. I'm. Oh man. I feel amazing. I feel really. Is a Vicodin an upper or a downer? Uh, I think down. I think down. You double down. I double down. Oh god. Yeah. Double down. Come on, dealer. Ring me up. I'm doubling down. Oh, okay. Uh, my grandmother gave it to me as a because she I think she wanted to buy my trust. She was like, "What?" Yeah, I was like, I was you know, she's all, we've always been close, and recently because I've been going through stuff. Oh, you're right. Okay, no. so no, you, well, let's no, get go going. Ahead. Finish the story. No, 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 no. It's not important. It's just you know, like it was a way for her to show that she was chill, and I was like, I t- I accept this peace offering. She but, gave you only one. Yeah. Because she's got some severe back and leg issues, so she can't be, like, uh, peeling a lot off the top. You know what I'm saying? Um, Okay. Okay. Here's what we're going to try. Tried and true, low-scarring method. Hot compress. That's a How's that sound? A rag? Well, (laughs) the compress can really be any... Thing, as okay, long as well, it's hot let's start wet. with a rag for now. Well, I was gonna go paper towels. Okay, fine. Because that's the way that I usually like. We start start. I start off low grade, okay. where I just can you run the faucet as hot as can possible. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Do you have like a? Do you have any kind of upper that you can take right now to help me out? Oh, I wish. Nothing. I w- well, you can't slam a Monster Energy drink or anything. Right I don't now. have any. I'm out of Monster because I I only like a flavor that Amazon that you can get from Amazon that you can't get in a store. And so... Which one? Um, the one with the snake on it. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> you know, I think it's like venom or a snake bite or yep. like, you know, but like I can't... The the re, the regional stores don't, don't yeah, stock no, it. Yeah, I know. They so, don't sell them, so you gotta get... Yeah, so I gotta get okay. a pallet well, from about, Amazon. Okay, I'll so, buy you a case. I'll buy you a whole case if you just stay with me for the next I'm, couple minutes I'm, and really focus. I'm so here. So... So I think we do paper towel under faucet as hot as it can go. But following that, if that doesn't happen, then I'll boil some water, man, okay. and I'll have a cup of tea, a cup of <laughs> herba mate, and that'll get you then, up. Yeah. Wait, you have yerba mate. Put okay, put that on and you pound a yerba, and then we'll. <laughs> oh, is that, then, so I should do first. Yes, pound it. Okay, yeah. well, if as long as we're going full high grade weapons here, when I boil it. We'll just, we will. We'll pour boiling water on a, a rag, slap that thing on your face, okay. draw it out. Okay. I'll be sipping your butt. Cool. If you, can get, <laughs> if you can get that boiling started right now. Yeah, here we go. Or if I can. If I can help you out in any way. Oh, yeah. Just okay. be there for me, man. <laughs> okay. Okay? I'll just Great. sit here. Here we go. Uh, yeah, no, come on out of the kitchen. Okay, yeah. It's okay, yeah. Come here. I'll just, I'm going to sit out here. Is that no, okay? Oh, well, okay. I'll sit out here. Okay, but I'm you. Tracy keeps texting me. Oh, very sexy, man. No, it's like... No, she got her on the hook. What? What? What'd you say about a hawk? What? What'd you say about a hawk? Oh, okay, wait, I'm filled. Okay, wait. And we're boiling water. Uh, no, what I, what I would say is you got her on the hook, man. Oh, on the hook. You got her on the hook, not on the hawk. I got her on the hook. Either way, but she's texting you and your date and your, your dates she's later. She's texting me because we're going on a date tonight. She wouldn't text me. T- well, no, that's good. She can't get enough, tomorrow. man. You're no. in good shape. It, no matter how this winds up, if you just 
sell it like a charming story, then, you know, you know, even if we don't manage to draw it out, you know, even if you pop that thing. Ugh. And then I'll be no, bleeding. You're right, yeah. There's probably blood in there. Maybe. It's big enough to have blood. <laughs> what if I shave? And I cut shave? my face No, listen, if I sh- if I just shave and I cut my face up and then, then it's just one of the cuts. Oh, uh, I don't know. I it seems like a very uncontrolled experiment, man. I I'll, I'll just cut my face up in a couple different spots. Yeah, well, Zit included. Just listen and to yourself. And then I'll cut your face up, man. That seems like that could have long lasting percussion. Well what do you want me to do? I don't know, man. I just like let's try dance? the hot compress. And then if the hot compress cause the only problem is if it draws it out and makes it bigger but it doesn't pop it. Yeah, I said we pop it. I got a couple old T-shirts. You can just bleed into those. I'll throw them away. Okay, and then I'm gonna cut my face. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't cut your, don't cut yes. your, don't cut I your. I decided. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. I hate that oh, noise. Be, okay, here we go. I, ah! oh. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, man, shit! Don't try it on yourself. It's too hot. Oh, oh no, I burned, I burned my hand, man. Oh. oh, but look, I got a hot rag. Oh. Okay, God, put the rag damn. on the table. Put the rag on the table. Oh, uh, woo! Well, I'm up now. Oh, I'm woo, baby! I'm gonna go for it. Oh, I'm gonna go for it. It's high. Oh man! Oh, woo! What happened? What happened? Oh, oh, dude, you got cratered, man. You cratered <laughs> out. No! Yeah, you cratered. You cratered. Okay. I'm gonna go into the bathroom. <laughs> no, don't cut your face <laughs> up. <laughs> Am I bleeding? Am I bleeding? Oh, Jesus, man. Oh, I just kind of went for the whole face. Oh, God, you got a, jo- you got a half joker, man. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a dance club. That'll be cool. Oh, oh whoa. I'm on an 18 plus dance club, and I know that the kids are going to really like any kind of symbolism. 18 or... plus, man. That's college kids. <laughs> yeah, but it's also us high schoolers. Uh, what? It's also us high schoolers. Oh, high, 18-year-old high schoolers in an 18-plus dance club? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, they are seniors about to graduate. And they... Well, I, I think I think this will look neat if it can heal up by the time I make it to a house. <laughs> I don't think that's going to heal for a while, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not that deep. I don't... It look, it's a gash. you got a face gash. If I don't smile much... Yeah, well, that seems like a surefire way to make the date go well. Stop. If you don't smile Stop much. It. You're making me laugh. Stop. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. Oh. There, if I kind of adopt <laughs> sort of a cool, I don't care, blase kind of look about, like an attitude. You're right, man. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me laugh again, Alex. Huh? Stop. <laughs> oh man oh god that was I, I that was really fun man I was like especially especially like the the uh, it's rare I think even in the the setting that like um that that uh the the like the the opportunity to take advantage of like the the uh the mode of performance arises you uh-huh. know and so like to, to to, st- to realize that that was, like, part of the play space, that we yeah. could, like, kind of, like, do, you know, s- 
start playing with distance to uh, where the point of focus was, yeah. you know, wound up being like something that was really, uh, was really, really cool. And I really enjoyed that. I mean, it felt like that was something that happened to both of us. That, yeah, like, yeah. that was like a, a realization of like, oh, wait a minute. Like, as we like, you know, the, the, the ear that's listening to the conversation is at like a fixed point, yeah. you know, at least for, for some portion of it. And we can like kind of start playing with that and start playing with like the Foley yeah. work of the thing, you know? Yeah. Is which is a, which was a, a a cool cool dimension. I th- I, I thought to, to have a bente, you know. Yeah, as soon as you, it's all, it, the coolest thing about any like doing a playing in a scene or playing a show is as soon as one person like unlocks a new tool, then everyone gets to go like, oh, cool, we can use that tool. Yeah. But as soon as you walked over into the kitchen, I think from like the I don't know where we were in the dining room, maybe. Yeah, I uh, I pictured like us in like just one of those crummy sort of like. Like, uh, like, kind of like townhome apartments that has like that beige carpet on it, oh, okay. you know, like covering every surface, possibly even kitchens and bathrooms, uh-huh. you know, and like just like sort of sitting in like my crummy living room, you okay, know? and then like kind of having the kitchen be right next to it, you know. I think, I, I think you probably thought we were older than I thought, mm, which mm-hmm. explains the weirdness at the end about the 18 plus. <laughs> Yeah, I figured we were probably sort of mid uh, mid twenties, sort oh, okay. of like not quite burnouts, but kind of like wasting our twenties away. Cool. <laughs> you know, I thought young we were people, like those exact people, but at about eighteen. Because <laughs> well, the whole time in my head, I was picturing my my friend growing up at Tyler's house, and we were in the kit, the dining room of Tyler's house, and you was you were Tyler, and you were just running over to the kitchen, <laughs> and running back. That's you know that's really funny because I think that like probably the 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 environmental chord that that struck for both of us was actually very similar because yeah. like I was picturing something like the col- the college and post college apartment that three of my best friends lived in sort of like mostly after they've graduated but some of them maybe hadn't quite graduated yet in uh in in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, okay. like where I would have to drive for like 35 minutes to hang out with these guys who were my best friends yeah. to hang out in their house. But their house was just a shitty bachelor house, you yeah. know, where it was just like all they have are for like frozen pizzas and yeah. off brand colas, you yeah. know, like it was like there's always Dr. Thunder in the refrigerator, you know, so it's just like that. It was just kind of like, I, I guess. And I think what that speaks to is kind of the nature of. The nature of that relationship, probably, you know, mm-hmm. like if I was your Tyler and you were my Carl, Eric, and Jim, yeah. then you know, it's like that kind of like. I, I'm sure that there's a very there's very much of a similarity in kind of like the the way that those friendships operated, you know. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, like, I think everybody's got friends that they uh, get into harebrained schemes with. Yeah. That's and that's a perfect description for those guys, where it's yeah. kind of like a willingness to just sort of like keep going, you know, yeah. and sort of like almost let the experience of being together be the thing that lets you do dumber stuff than if you were alone and rational, you know. Yeah, like that's the that that's kind of like the I, I feel like that that definitely was kind of like an operating principle of what was ha- happening inside that thing. Yeah. Inside that thing for us. So especially where it went too. It's like, oh well, you know, of course like the hyperbole of improvisation is gonna like do that anyway, but like it felt really comfortable for me to like have it start to ramp in one of those direct you know yeah, directions. Yeah, I think 
the thing I love about uh, friendships on stage is that you can take those weird like diversions that we did into like monster energy drinks and all that and the <laughs> friends have like a mutual respect and a mutual interest that can sometimes like it makes you totally forget about the pressing issue whereas <laughs> yeah I wouldn't be so okay with taking like a diversion like that in a scene with my dad because I'd be like dad right. I want to just sit and chat with you but yeah with, friendships allow such ridiculous like pauses to talk about <laughs> yeah. What you want. yeah, a lot of wobble to the thing because, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, part of the way that you kind of interface with each other is that kind of like crazy sort of like riffing, you yeah, know, that yeah. quality of riffing that comes sort of that sort of comes with comes with the friendship too, which is really pretty. And in a situation great. like that, I, I'm sure that my character probably was would rather just stay at his friend's house all night and find some excuse to not go. Yeah, then go to the high-pressure pressure yeah. situation of uh, going to be with this girl who... And that, too, like, that conversation felt very... Like, very much mirrored one that I would have with one of those guys about girls, you know? <laughs> yeah. Where, like, it was... We were constantly each other's hype men when it would be, like... Even when it was like, no, there was no possibility that a girl actually liked us. Yeah. You know, we would air all of those like w- the reasons why she doesn't like us or like us that much, and the guy and our buddies, you know, would be like, "No, man, you got it all wrong. She, yeah. She's got to really love you." And like, what your what your friend is saying is like, "I really love you." <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Like by being your friend's hype man, you're sort of saying like, "Hey, you know, like." She she may or may not feel that way about you, but I feel faith that she should feel that way about you because I like you that much, you know. Yeah. And it's kind of like I mean retroactively, I realized that that was probably the uh, the driver that was making me be like, she's gonna see you tonight and she's texting you like right now. Yeah, you know she can't get enough, man. <laughs> and while you're like in the, you know, she just really is like, let's get this over with. <laughs> Instead, yeah. she's texting me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in truth, like I don't know anyone who would be texting before a date if they yeah. didn't want to go on the date. Yeah. yeah, but it's I mean that's a funny like kind of like I think that's a that's a relatively naturalistic person or like rather I can see like you know sort of like being inside that place. I'm sure that if I was like in that if I was on the cusp of this romantic evening and I was feeling bad about myself, yeah, my, myself, I would find a reason to not be you know to not be excited about it or not feel about it. Yeah. I, and and I and two I, one of the things I kind of like th- think is interesting or like want to talk about is like the 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 way that the, the way that the scene started because mm-hmm. I feel like um, that like there there's some really you know I think about mutation a lot you mm-hmm. know and I also think about kind of like context setting you know and um, there was a I, I realized that like. The way that I that like I started it was some dialogue, but I was it was dialogue that didn't have a lot of specificity to it, mm-hmm. and like I think that like I personally sort of like just sort of waffled a little bit because I did have an immediate sort of like feeling and thought of like what was happening or what was going on, mm-hmm. um, but then like and my reaction to it was like a visceral one right yeah. and before i like named it but even though in my head i had like a name for I, like i had a very distinct feeling for what was happening okay. but then i realized that like that my reaction to it was visceral so i started to say things and then then i, I 
was saying things that were just pure visceral reaction to the thing that was in my head, mm-hmm. but that made me not say what it was. So it kind of like compelled you to make a choice about w- why uh-huh. that was the nature of what was happening, and it um, and it completely changed what I thought was happening. Okay. And so I like am curious like. How, like how shitty that was for you. <laughs> like if it sucked or like if it was like it like what what the process was inside you, for you mm-hmm. as uh, as it was unfolding you know because because I because uh, I was really happy with immediately where it went after that but I felt like I was I, like I kind of muffed it and was maybe not that productive in the way that I started the engagement of the thing. Uh-huh. So, I, so I'm just, so, and I guess maybe I should say, like, in my head, yeah. Morbid made me think that, like, so we were inside a house and had just seen a diseased animal um, attack the trash cans outside our house, oh, run geez. into the yard and die. And so, <laughs> so my re- the reaction that I was having was, like, us as the pair of us as uh, possibly like neighbors or whatever that had been talking inside one of our houses, yeah. see it happen and then track this thing into our yard and just having the corpse of a diseased animal sitting in the middle of our like suburban yard. Sure. Um, and yeah. so that was like, because that's really morbid to me, like, yes. you know, sort of like combining, you know, sort of pestilence and death mm-hmm. and, and into something that would be sort of uh, gross because it's vermin, uh-huh. you know, I was like, Oh well, morbid just triggered all that stuff with me, and it made me think all that stuff. But it was like, it also is so heavy, like that's so much context. Mm-hmm. So like, even though it was like a, a very quick, very rich experience for me to have, it I was also like, oh, I've made far too many decisions, and like, there's if I say any of this out mm-hmm. loud, then. I, it will be too much of a dictation of what the circumstance is. And so, like, maybe when it comes to it, I'll start dropping things of what I believe this to be and then how you react to it and add to it will shift what it is. Mm-hmm. But but because I think I was having that kind of, like, decision point in my head, I never gave any of it, you know, aside from just being, like, kind of grossed out. Yeah. So, so. So that was what was going on inside my head, you yeah. know? And I think that that's, a, like, a... You know, I'm kidding. So, like, as unproductive as I felt, sort of like putting that on us, and then as relieved as I was, being like, "Oh, this is really fun," and like we're interacting, we're discovering things, and we're making all these choices. Mm-hmm. Like, what what was that start like? Like, what was what what did it feel like on your side? Um, well, I, yeah, I I mean, I heard the word and I didn't really think of anything. I just got kind of like a feeling of morbidness. And then when you, I think it had to do with the fact that we made eye contact. That yeah. I, I thought you were talking about something on me. <laughs> um, I think had we been both looking out, out, then I would have thought like, oh yeah, we're oh yeah, something. yeah. Um, As a sidebar, I've you know this this will be something that no one will ever see, but I really have loved playing with you. Uh, and all of your face, like all of your facial acting, <laughs> and like your your physical like kind of commitment to what was going on, like with you, made it extremely easy for me to play the scene. Just because I was like, I really believed it because I saw it right in front of me, you know. So that was sidebar. One of the anyway. things, well, so to continue that sidebar, that was one of the things I was nervous about. For this, is that I know that when I'm like on stage and I run out of out of ideas the first thing I do is, like, pick up something, and I was so nervous that I wouldn't really be able to get away with that on a podcast. I'm glad, yeah, it worked out. Uh, but, yeah, for that, I guess, I don't know, I I 
I think for me there was only like two seconds of ambiguity and then as uh-huh. soon as we made eye contact and you were talking about something gross I was like well it's gotta be <laughs> where he's looking um, so I think I decided pretty quickly that it was good so, yeah. so it was relatively easy after all yeah, that yeah. good yeah. well I mean maybe that's sort of like one. Of, it's one of those things where like you know I, I, I try and I believe it you know and it, but but like how how sort of like um, the presence of emotion is such an effective driver yeah you know like you kind of like come up with stuff you yeah. know like detail as long as sort of emotional presence is there you'll sort of come up with all the other details and like and so so good. I mean, it kind of feels like that's that's yeah. probably the case because it was so. Your response to sort of my ambiguous sense of disgust was very like rich and specific and like easy. Like it had a sense of ease to it mm-hmm. that it was like this is the thing that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So that like it really immediately switched the coin for me to be like, oh yeah, okay, well we'll just figure out what this is, and then especially when you kind of. The thing that I most love, as much as I'm kind of like, oh, well, I need to be loaded up with context and bring it to the thing because it's a responsibility to bring context or whatever. Mm-hmm. The thing I most love is just reacting to stuff. So as soon as you're like, are you okay, man? You seem like really... I was just like, oh, I guess I... I yeah, you're right, man. I'm feeling really chill. Yeah. Are you high? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I am high. But, like, but I didn't feel like I was... For whatever reason, I just didn't feel like I was like conventionally high. You know? Well, I think it was kind of a co- the the cool thing about having that much in your brain about what you saw, like that animal that died, um, is that you, even though it didn't come out, you were able to like map that uh, the emotion that you had towards that. You you mapped it onto this zit, which is like such a <laughs> t- huge, such a different thing. Uh, and then I think then I can go into, like, why the hell is he so freaked <laughs> by this is it? Gotta, something's got to be up. Yeah, it was really a fa- I, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's a really cool thing to, to, to sort of, like, uh, to see there. I mean, to, or, or to, to kind of, like, be able to, like, look at it in retrospect. It was, like, a really effective, um, it, you know, the, that this became, the, became what it was after, like, a couple of rotations over sort <laughs> of, like, the what what I was thinking and what I was expressing and the way that that sort of like made you think and express and the, what you gave me out of that you know is kind of like it, it's just a really you know I, it's really I'm really enjoying that you know like that that it was such a like a su- such an effective like collaborative act you know it is like feels really good because it's kind of you know in my in my mind there's almost kind of like a diagram of like you know a couple of <laughs> a couple of thin, differently colored rectangles that don't immediately stack up on each other, and then a giant long one that was like, oh, okay, well, this is what yeah. this is now, that we kind of have, like, coalesced the world and the way that we feel about it, and then we just kind of, like, bounced around inside that thing, you know? Yeah. And started to play and, like, you know, get <laughs> get get strange <laughs> yeah get strange about it you know and have those uh have those, those things happen you know i was I, really enjoyed it yeah. yeah i always think about when it comes to like <clears throat> talking about how a scene how a scene begins uh i always think of that bill arnett wrote an article a while ago about um he just argued that like when you when you're standing on stage then you have like a yeah, and then you say your first line, and suddenly it shrinks to half of an infinite. Yeah, and then the second line shrinks, and then 
like four lines in and you already have very limited possibilities for where the scene can go and I, I always love that and it was it reading that was able to totally like free my brain and not worry about getting a perfect like opening line or anything like that yeah I really enjoy reading his analytics about that yeah. uh, about you know that that run of like when Bill Arnett wrote like for an IO blog yeah. it was like the only thing that was essential to yeah. read yeah. was Bill Arnett's blog because he he were like very mathematically sort of like mathematically but not um not coldly not mechanically yeah you know sort of like it really was a, was a study of you know sort of the, the dynamic of it you know and and that yeah recollect that or like the way that you feel about your performance over time and like his yeah. ability to actually use charting to like sort yeah. of be like oh well this is this is roughly the the uh, the, the way that these things work you know mm-hmm. sort of like really resonated with me you know yeah and yeah it's a good it really is a good good study on that because the what everything that I had internal to this thing was like you know it was just, yeah. you know, fed kind of like an emotional point that was the only thing that was overt that we could both share, you know, and yeah. each of the sort of each of our contributions to what we both shared was what actually wound up dictating what the scene was, you know, it's kind of like the scene is what we share. And even though like my initial thing was was very specific, the, the, the it was only, you know, like the the scene is the oxygen that exists between our mutual oceans, you know, <laughs> and like and the, everything that is the iceberg underneath the water kind of like isn't yeah. actually doesn't see air and doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. So, but, yeah. but it's kind of cool, I think, to go one step further. What he's arguing, further from what he's arguing, uh, I think what we we've, we've shown is that you can like uh, e- even taking an emotional stance suddenly limits your range of possibilities. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And it, and of course you have to, right? Because it's like yeah. you want to get to a place that is uh, specific, right? Mm-hmm. It's the cone, you know, of like you want to get to a point of specificity um, from, you know, from the great, great realm of giant possibility. You want to get it down to a point where you can kind of like... I understand what this is because the point is a fixed space and a reality, you know? Yeah. So it's that, that is really, it was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool to both, both experience that and sort of like realize it later. And then how, how that just sort of like, as we understand it, it's easy to sort of slip around and kind of like t- tweak it and, you know, play, play with all the, yeah. all the things, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. Um, so, uh, so the dog went off, uh, but uh, was there anything that we... I mean, I feel like we're at the beginning of a great conversation, yeah, yeah. but I'm not okay. sure what else... Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what else I, is, like, top of mind for me right now. Is there anything else... Anything that we didn't talk about that, like, that you can think of? Um, about the scene, probably. I would do one if I can promote the handbook. Well, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do that. Yeah. Just that I have... Um, I don't know what to say. I have... <laughs> I, I, I curate a improv magazine called the Handbook, Handbook.com. Yeah, check it out. There's a that it's uh, we're at 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 this point. Who knows when I will actually manage to yeah, get it this could be several fucking other. thing out. This could be there could be several issues out. There's a first issue out, and uh, and yeah, any kind of you know, I'm an advocate of any kind of improv academia. You know, so it's like very worthwhile to uh, to do it. Right. Yeah. The more we understand it, the better we will. 
the more refined and uh, and sophisticated our capabilities will be. So yeah, and the more we I think talk to each other and listen to each other and at least give each other like the <coughs> the credit of reading someone's thoughts on it. I think. Yeah, yeah, we, it'll, it'll help us figure. Even if, you know, like if we're not, uh, nobody's going to think about this stuff exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. So. You know, but we all, I feel like we all kind of have a responsibility to actually think about it if we do care. Yeah. And so, like, you know, being able to kind of like absorb and agree or disagree with somebody is like disagreement is fine as yeah. long as it further cultures your point of view, you know? Yeah. Coming, I'm also a magician and coming from the magic world, we like, we study the people we don't like. Like, to the point where we can do their stuff. Um, just so we can say, this is why I don't like it. Uh, there's such, like, deep respect for each other. And I... I think I that's a really... I mean, that's that's a really great... I mean, yeah, that's the, that's the important thing to say. To be like, this is why I don't like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's... that's uh, <laughs> You know? it's You need to be that, that conscientious. Yeah. You know? Cool. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thank Much appreciated. Yeah.